Hey guys, thank you for joining me for another episode. Listen, this episode is titled, Why is Jesus Sleeping? Now before we get into this episode, I just want to say, I pray that this passage and this message would speak to your heart and would resonate with you, and I pray that it would be a blessing to your life, and I pray that you would just hear whatever it is God might be trying to say to you. So we're going to pick up in Mark 4, 35-41, and it says, On that day when evening had come, he told them, Let's cross over to the other side of the sea. So they left the crowd and took him along, since he was already in the boat, and other boats were with him. A fierce storm arose, and the waves were breaking over the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, or the front of the boat, sleeping on a cushion. So they woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to die? Okay, so the Sea of Galilee was more like a lake in size. So when you when you read they crossed over the sea, don't think of it like crossing over the Atlantic. Also, the Sea of Galilee is about 680 feet below sea level, and due to the mountains and hills around it, the area was kind of like a bowl, and the wind would come in, and it would often stir up and create sudden storms or squalls. So, but these disciples were fishermen that were out on that water day in and day out, and these storms were not uncommon for them. They were used to it. It's kind of like those who live in Florida or on the Gulf Coast. They're used to hurricanes. They're used to dealing with hurricanes, and typically they don't panic over it. This should have been an easy trip, a short trip, to the other side of the sea, but or like I said, lake, but sometimes things just don't go the way you want them to. Something that stands out to me in this passage is at the beginning when Jesus says, let's cross over to the other side. That tells you this trip was Jesus' idea. This is his plan. And they are a part of it, but ultimately crossing the sea was Jesus' plan. This is important because when you follow his plan, he is with you and will provide for you and watch over you. The next thing that stands out to me here is that they took him along because he was already in the boat. What an interesting statement. They took him along since he was already in the boat. Last time I checked, it was his idea and plan to go anyways. But what jumps out at me is that Jesus knew what was in store for them when they got in the boat and got out on the water. And Jesus made sure he was already in the boat. He made sure that he was with them. This lets me know when we face a coming storm in our life, but we are following and we're following, you know, Jesus's plan or God's plan. Jesus will already be in the boat. He will go before you and reassure you that you don't have to go alone. He is already ahead of you. He's already in the boat. So these experienced fishermen are crossing over the lake with Jesus, who is sleeping in the front of the boat. And one of those storms comes out of nowhere, but this time it is worse than normal, and they are afraid. Now, I have to wonder, was Jesus really asleep, or was he pretending to sleep, thinking, okay, Father, let's see what we, let's see what they're made of. You know, anyways, I would say that these guys were scared to death, and it never dawned on them 
that Jesus knew the storm was coming or that God in the flesh was in the boat with them. They had the full power of God at their disposal, right there with them. I also find it funny that they never consider that Jesus was in the boat too. I mean, if the boat's going to go under and they're all going to die, Jesus is in the boat with them. The the person who can raise the dead, that, that has power over life and death, he's in the boat with them. So what do they have to be afraid of? I mean, they're scared to death and they wake Jesus telling him, how bad it is and asking him if he even cares that everyone is about to die looking back on it it's almost it it seems kind of silly but i'm sure it wasn't silly to them at the moment jesus had to be like really guys you do you you know who's in the boat right i mean you you do realize who is sitting in this boat with you you know if if i were jesus I would have been like, well, you know what? It's a good thing you've already met your maker. Seriously, though, Jesus had to be thinking, man, you guys are slow learners because you still don't get it. Listen to Jesus' response and understand that we are slow learners sometimes. I mean, sometimes we're really slow at, at getting what Jesus is trying to teach us. But he's patient and he's willing to, to work with us until we do get it. So listen to his response. He got up, rebuked the wind, and and said to the sea, Silence, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then he said to them, Why are you fearful? Do you still have no faith? As a parent, I can remember teaching my youngest daughter to swim. I spent time with her and helped her develop the skills to swim. She had what she needed to pass the challenge that I was about to give her. She had to go to the deep end and swim across with no help. She was okay until she got away from the other side or from the side of the pool, and then she panicked, and I had to step in and save her. Even though she could have made it, in that moment she was afraid, and I had to step in and save her, so to speak. I would tell her, why are you afraid? I won't let anything happen to you. Don't you trust me? Just keep going. Don't be afraid. I am right here with you and nothing is going to happen to you. Jesus gave them all they needed to pass the test, to face the challenge and make it through. After all, he gave them the author of life. Literally, the savior of the world was in their boat. What else did they need? What did they have to fear? Sometimes storms will come that shake us and may initially cause you to worry or have anxiety. And Jesus is saying, I am with you. Don't be afraid. I am all that you need. In that same way, Jesus renewed their faith and he will renew your faith in the storm. He'll use that storm to renew your faith. Jesus is compassionate and patient with us, but He is also faithful in our time of need. So when we are afraid or worried, He understands when we come to Him in despair. And He is willing to calm the storm and renew our faith and remind us that we don't have to be afraid when He is with us. Jesus may not always calm the storm around you. Sometimes He will calm the storm in you. When Jesus spoke, the result was a great calm. When you let Jesus speak into your heart, the result is a great calm. 
This story reminds me that sometimes God's plans will lead us into a storm, but where he leads, he provides. And Jesus promises to be with you always in every difficulty, every trial, every struggle. He is faithful, and when we call on him, he will calm the storm in or around us. God, we just come to you in prayer, and we just want to say, God, thank you. Thank you that you are always faithful, that you are always with us, that you promise to never leave us. Lord, that you will see us through every storm. You'll see us through every challenge, every struggle. In our moments of despair, when our faith starts to waver, that you will step in and renew our faith. That you will calm the storm around us sometimes. And then sometimes you will just calm the storm in us. But either way, God, you will renew our faith and you will come to our rescue and you will see us through. God, we thank you for that, for that patience, that relentless, unconditional love and the grace that you show us, Lord. When our faith wavers, and, and I know that sometimes it must be frustrating for us to know that you, the author of life, the one who controls everything, is at our side, but yet we... Sometimes we lose faith. Sometimes we doubt. We worry. Thank you for your understanding, Lord. And thank you that when we are in despair, that you willingly come to us. You willingly step up and tell the storm to calm, to be calm, to, to, to be at peace. And sometimes that storm is in us, God. But still, we thank you that you... Show us such compassion. I pray, Father, that as we go forward in this day, I pray that any struggles or challenges we face, I pray that we will remember that when you're in our boat, when you're in the boat with us, when we hit that storm, we have nothing to fear. And no matter what, God, you will see us through. And you will calm the storm, whether it be in us or around us. We love you, God. We praise you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for what you did on the cross. All this we ask you in your name. Amen.